monster time. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. This time we're on video. It's your boy, Ricky, <laughs> a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here is always in that conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about Worcester, Travis. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. And as always, we are so glad you were with us. Uh, this week, things are different, obviously. The whole world is different, <laughs> so... Here we are using technology, coming to you from our individual living rooms, and figuring, let's have a conversation and see how we're doing. Yeah, this is our first time ever doing this, not in the same room. Yeah, that is a little weird. <laughs> it's a little strange, but it's okay. Now it just makes the, the possibilities are endless now. Yeah, like realizing the Zoom stuff, Ricky and I are talking like, oh man, now we can bring in anybody. Yeah. I saw I, you were responding to random people on Instagram. Wait, what? You were talking to some people on Instagram about potentially setting up interviews or whatever. I won't say names, but it was some like, oh, random, like yeah. cool people. And I'm like, that sounds cool. This all sounds cool. And now this is how we can do it. Yeah, no, it's definitely, we'll see what happens. It could be a very interesting couple of, couple of months. <laughs> well, I mean, you said it the other day, like, the rules have kind of changed. So now we all have to get creative and all have to figure out new ways to do business and to stay relative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, in my opinion, there really are no, there's no more rules. Rules don't matter. I mean, outside of like the general rules of like staying inside and washing your hands and things like that. <laughs> but the, the like rules of engagement are completely different. They don't yeah. exist. Strategies, strategies that were in place are no longer relevant because everyone's yeah. habits have changed. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about that, like at Worcester Wares, and like how to like release new stuff. I'm like, just throw it up on the website, throw a video up. Like, there, it doesn't really matter. There's no like sweet spot to when you post anymore because everybody's online all day long. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. Like, even the people working from home, like they're home, they're definitely going to be like popping into their emails a little bit more and probably shopping. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think this is opened a lot of people's eyes to what working from home actually looks like. I got to believe that there are people out there that don't like it, um, that feel like too many distractions and they really can't, they don't, they lack the discipline to force themselves to stay focused. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like, I guess like working from home to me meant like working from home, but also like working from anywhere. Like you can go to Birch Tree or you can go to Nutrition or whatever and work, and now you can't do that. So you're like, you're legitimately forced to work from your house for a couple of weeks, if not longer. Yeah. So, must be easy for you, though. You already do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody keeps saying that. And it, I mean, to an, a certain extent, it is. But I would schedule meetings out, just like you're saying. I would make yeah. sure that I got out of this house because every, my sanity is going. I'm definitely getting a little stir crazy. Really? Uh, I wasn't until. Like I, I did really well last week and then over the weekend we were fine. We've been still taking walks. Like even yeah. the, the governor's suggestion, you can take walks, just maintain distance. And <clears throat> yeah. Um, so we've been doing that to stay like out and about, but once they shut down Technicopia and all the non-essential businesses, like once I realized that I had no more outlets that I can kind of like go tap into. Yeah that feeling of dread set in just a slightly. I had a bad case of insomnia last night. But really? uh, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm good now. Like, yeah. I kind of got it out of my system. Yeah. I hadn't panicked yet. And that was kind of like, I think that was my existential crisis. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I've been pretty lucky where like, yeah, both Worcesterware's stores are closed, but I've still had to go in and like, we took a bunch of stuff from Kelly Square over to DCU. DCU has become kind of like our hub now for sure. online and like getting everything counted and going to print. We printed a whole bunch of new stuff, which actually all went live like two hours ago. <laughs> so there's like a whole bunch. Of, yeah, there's a whole bunch of new stuff up on the site. We're doing like a free shipping. We're running a free shipping promo all week on orders over $10. So like just to try to help people get whatever they want. But it was easy. So I've been busy. I've been out of the house for you know at least a couple hours a day doing that and like, you know, trying to make sure that we have everything counted and all that stuff. But all that pretty much dried up yesterday. And then 
I'll go in tomorrow for a couple hours, and then that'll probably be it for probably until Saturday. And then even when I go in, I'm literally just going to be going in to like pull orders, bag them, and then that's it. Right. So it's like a couple hours at a time. Yeah, if that. But uh, so yeah, the new design is dope as hell. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Everything everything came out pretty good. So there's supposed to be more stuff going up later this week that was getting finished last night. Cool. So I think there's a couple of uh, your designs. I think we're restocking the rocker, which I'm very excited about. That's what's up. From what I understand, we're doing the rocker also in Cardinal, from Pumped. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, I had pitched that one originally. We went military style because of the way the design looks. Yeah. Um, with the green and the black, but I think the the cardinal. I, I, did she go blue or white? I don't know. I I I think it was getting done last night. I proposed at one point a nice baby blue Worcester on the cardinal. Dude, that'd be so sick. Like like a real light, almost sky blue. Yeah. 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 That'd but be super tight. White's gonna look cool too. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I haven't seen like human beings that weren't. <laughs> like Naomi, Jess, or Danielle outside of our like live feeds and then going to pick up like random food, which I think last night was probably the last night we'll be able to do that for a little bit. I've been talking to neighbors a lot more. Like yeah. on our walks, we'll just see anybody and just any human interaction, I'll wave high. We talked to some old Polish guy that was clearing brush. That's awesome. I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's like, it's been, it's been, a little bit like interesting just finding the community again like i never would have thought to go out and talk to these people and if i saw these yeah. people i probably wouldn't have talked to them because i've been so busy but now it's like what else do i gotta do yeah What's up? yeah no i feel you we went for a huge walk like around tatnik area uh i think on saturday saturday was the first day i had like fully off like I, we didn't i don't think we even left the house until saturday night we shot down to grab some lemon juice <laughs> that was that was it um, but we like went for a big walk around around this area and like stopped at the meat market, stopped at On the Rise and got a coffee. And then, but every time we saw somebody, we we're like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Like, how you doing?" Like, it was cool to like see people and just say hi. Like, we don't yeah, know seriously, but it was cool. Yeah. Um, um, did you listen to? Uh, speaking of last week's guest, did you listen to McGovern's uh, Tele Town Hall conference? No. I did. did yeah, I got a, I got a, basically I got a personal invite. They called me. I think they did it for lots of people, but they awesome. set it up on a thing and they'd call you and you'd say yes. And then I just connected you to the meeting. Oh, that's great. Um, just talking about what they were trying to do and uh, I don't know, the bill that was going to be assistance. It was all right. Nothing too dramatic or yeah. out of the ordinary, but it was cool hearing him pull together a meeting through the phones that didn't sound chaotic and they even took questions like they had a moderator probably one of his interns um essentially doing this unmuting certain people yeah and let them ask questions that's really cool i love so, that idea yeah it's a beautiful segue as it all uh we thought this episode would be good to just talk about random people doing creative things during this crazy time whether they're locally focused or whether they're <laughs> kind of international, like we're all yeah. trying to get creative. Yeah. It's been interesting. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm trying to get better at like not spending the entire day in my phone, but it's really on your phone. <laughs> yeah, I like the way you put that. I, I, I like that. Yeah. I mean, when the, everything first started getting a little crazy, like trying really hard to like help and like repost as much as humanly possible and try to get as many, eyes on things is that you know that we could um now people know like that you can get takeout from these places like they don't need the reminder from 700 different places you know what i mean like you don't need that but also it's really hard to pull my eyes up from my phone because there's people doing so many like like really rad different like innovative things with the way they're doing it yeah and, like very inspired right now. Yeah, cool. I think that's that's a good way to put it too. Like the uh, <laughs> I was listening to Madball over the weekend for whatever I, reason. 
I saw you post something about that. Yeah, the song Adapt and Overcome. Um, it just it was it was just the right song I needed to hear in the right moment about like, all right, man, this is this is gonna take some screw the self-doubt, get innovative, change your shit up. Like you can yeah. still do this, just figure out the new way. Yeah. Thoughts. I've been trying to can all benefit from. Can you see when my text messages come down? No. Oh. <laughs> that was probably a stupid question. I do, for the first time being on one of these, I just had a text like drop down. I'm like, is that going to happen the whole time? <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know if you're going to hear my phone noises, but whatever. whatever. I think He's people will right. deal with it. You'll probably hear Larry because Naomi's working from in the office room. And so Larry's been like perched right outside the door meowing if she doesn't come out after like five minutes <laughs> so i had i was listening to a podcast earlier so i had headphones on even though like she's in another room i didn't want to like disturb her or anything so i was in there like getting some dishes cleaned up and listening to a podcast and i could hear over the person talking this like meow. like what is that noise because like, they don't make any noise at all like very rarely <laughs> now especially during the day. Usually Naomi goes to work and then while I'm home in the morning, they go to bed. So I'm like, <laughs> and he's like at the door, like with his hands up on it and stuff. Like, it was so funny. Larry the party rave cat. He's the best. But yeah, so yeah, just, I think like my biggest, so like, yes, I'm excited for this all to be over so life can go somewhat back to normal. But I also really want to see how businesses adapt to like, like don't lose the creative juices you've got going right now where people are, you know, doing delivery or doing like brunch takeout. And like, I know that that's not something you can do every week. Like I get it. That's, that's a hard thing to do. It's easy right now because you literally have no choice. But I think like figuring out ways to offer something like that, that's like, that's pretty awesome that that people were able to put that together over the course of you know a couple of days really change their entire system yeah even like teachers man changing their entire system to teach their stuff online just with yeah days um i i love seeing that and i love i'm curious how much of that is going to continue like to your point i think i think you're right i think people do need to maintain this and realize that these habits are real but I think once this shit is actually clear, I think it's going to be like almost a reversal where we are so avoiding technology for a couple of weeks because I oh, think yeah. we're all going to be sick of it. Yeah. I mean, bars are going to be packed. Restaurants are going to be packed. Parks are going to be packed. Like, it's going to be awesome. I mean, I'm looking forward to that just because like I've spent yeah. so many years like drenched in that lifestyle of like being out, being around people and to to kind of like not have that for a couple of hopefully only a couple of weeks is kind of weird. I think it's definitely going to be interesting. I just think like, uh, like any string, right? You pluck a string and it has to reverberate back and forth. Like this is going to yeah. go this way, then this way, and this way. It's going to take a little minute before it's back to what was normal. And oh, then, yeah. then what normal is probably going to be different anyway. No doubt. It has to be. Right. I wonder if, so like, I wonder if they're going to, like, stagger the way they reopen things, where it's not like, okay, you know, May 15th, everything's open again. I wonder if it's going to be like, all right, like, May 10th, like, restaurants can be open or something. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how that's going to work. I mean, so my assumption is they'll probably open, like, the most important shit first. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And like, yeah, I imagine restaurants will have to have like only a certain amount of people in the restaurant per, like there's definitely going to be, I think you're right. I think there's going to be a ramping up. I don't think it's just going to be like, and on. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of wild. Oh God, that would be, that would be goddamn bedlam. That's how we would have like (laughs) riots everywhere because everybody loses their shit and gets all stupid. Yeah. Really? I wonder... I wonder, like, what the music industry is going to be like after this. Like, watching, like, having, like, Dropkick Murphys do a live stream and, like, bands have to do that. And, like, I was watching, uh, like, Sam James has been going live, if yeah. not every night, like, every other night or so. And I <clears throat> I haven't popped into the whole thing, but 
whenever I pop in, he has been bringing on kind of like what we've been doing, like bringing on a guest and like letting them talk and stuff. But he's been bringing on these musicians and like letting them play for a little while and like watching them. And I'm like, dude, that's sick. You have a hundred thousand Instagram followers. Granted, you're not, you know, all hundred thousand aren't in there every single time, but you've got like 30,000 people watching this. Here's some kid in like, you know, wherever who just pops in, plays a song for, you know, a minute or two. Like that's pretty awesome. You never know who's watching. Digital open mic. But I'll think that people want to hear. Yeah, right. Pretty awesome. I love that shit. Or even like the Woo Nanny guys who are doing um, like the, playing the games, like the Jackbox games and yeah. streaming that or like playing, I don't know, just doing stand-up sets through this stuff, through the Zoom. Like I it's love awesome. seeing that. That's smart because it's providing entertainment. They're just putting up a link that if you want to sponsor it. I won't lie. I thought about saying that people should sponsor us too because we are both in the gig economy and are kind of low on income right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Something to consider. If people want to, are interested in that, let us know. We could figure out something. Throw up that but, Patreon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, now is the time. Well, that was my point to you is that you asked what the music industry is going to look like. I wonder yeah. if we're going to get like some of the best albums ever like are the best albums of our time right after this because people have had so much time to sit there and like nothing else so, to do but play music. I think, yes. Like, so I think it kind of depends, right? Like <clears throat> last week, John Mayer does this, um, this show called Current Mood. He does it only over Instagram Live. He sure. used to do it every Sunday and then he did it. It wasn't even like an actual like episode of Current Mood. He just popped on Instagram Live last I don't know, Saturday, Friday or something like that. And I think it actually was Monday night. He popped on and like, he just started talking. Um, he was like making tea and just kind of like talking people down from like being crazy. He's like, there's nothing you can do. Just like, you know, stay away, whatever. And then he like, he was answering some of the questions that were coming through. Cause of course there's like 5 million people. Being like, just yeah. So somebody asked him, they're like, oh, like, have you been writing songs? Like, are you inspired during this? And it was really interesting because he was like, no, not at all. He's like, you know, it's a lie when an artist was like, yeah, I was going through this really bad breakup. And like in the middle of it, I wrote the, you know, most heartfelt breakup song ever. So then he did an impression of it. He's like, you imagine what that must look like. So he like gets a piece of paper and he's like, all right, so like picture this. You're getting broken up with, and you're like, I don't know. Like, I love you so much. I just, I don't want this to end. And he's like, Hold on a second. Ooh, baby, I love you. Like, starts writing this like fake song. He's like, That's what it would look like. He's like, That's not inspiring. You, for him at least, he's inspired after it happens, and you've had time to like kind of reflect on it. That'll probably happen with this for some artists. But then again, you've got people who are like on the spot, probably just like, Okay, here I am, like stuck in my house. Let me. Bang. So I don't. I'm not saying we're going to get a whole bunch of like COVID inspired albums, even though there probably is going to be those. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, you're going to get those songs that are like about feeling mad lonely and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like agreed. Agreed. Fair point. Um, I just think like people are the musicians themselves are going to have time to practice and have time to just like hone their craft. Yeah. Maybe I'll learn an instrument while we're on vacation. Forced vacation. You totally nope. should. I have an extra acoustic guitar. Imagine if I just got wicked good. <laughs> Yo, I mean, so what I've been doing every morning is I have a drum pad and some sticks, and it's yeah. just a, a silencer pad, and I'll yep. throw on random music. And I know I'm not keeping up to like the exact drum beat, but yeah. even just getting my arms in and trying to like sync up as much as I can helps me build that understanding of rhythm, and it works awesome. with my arms and gets my blood moving. Working on your pair of diddles, kid? Yeah. I just, I, you know what's weird? I, I have drumsticks in my, in the back of my car. There's like a, like in the, like what would be like the trunk area. There's like a thing that pops up. <laughs> I'm not. The trunk? The trunk. No, it's like that, like, you know, that back section. You pull up the back thing and there's like the, like the tires under there. But there's also this like compartment for emergency tools. So I have like jumper cables and shit like that, but I also have drumsticks in there. <laughs> Emergency drumsticks. I yeah. love that so much. I think like 
Vic, Vic Firth or Promark or something back when I worked at SJC sent us all these sticks that were made with um, like fire burned wood or something. I don't really understand them. But so we all got a pair of sticks and I was like, I'm taking a pair of these, even though like I have no use for them. So they rolled around in my car for like two years. And then one time I like cleaned out my car one time, I'm like, oh, these are dope. So I just kind of put them in there to keep them out of the way. And then I had to jump my aunt's car or try to jump my aunt's car the other day. And I noticed them back there and I was like, I should pull those out and have some fun. Do it, man. Maybe I'll do that. Beat the shit out of your couch. There you go. I'm serious. Like you probably won't hurt it. Or if you put down a towel or something, you won't hurt it. <laughs> I actually do have a drum pad. I think it's at my parents' house. Oh, well, I mean, there you go. I get it. Dude, we could do a digital drum circle. That would be so funny. <laughs> I don't even know how it would work, but I like it. Two kids who can't play drums rocking the drum circle. <laughs> That'd it's be awesome. Really, it's, if it's only two people, it's not necessarily a circle. It's more of a drum line. Yeah, it's like a drum staring contest. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Did you see uh, they're turning the DCU Center into a uh, kind of like a makeshift hospital? No. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, that's we were talking cool. yesterday, and then they announced it officially, I think, this morning, I saw. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. You know, a couple of the high schools turned into homeless shelters where they're screening people. That's cool. I thought that was yeah. smart. The city of Boston's paying some of the restaurants out there to make meals for the homeless. Are they really? Yeah. I didn't see that. that see, that's, yeah, that's not- smart. That's the shit that we should be doing. Right? That's super, super smart. Like, give the restaurants some business. You need to feed these people anyway. Like, the infrastructure's already there. They're already yeah. set up to cook the food. Yeah. So maybe we'll get there. Who knows? We'll get through this together. Right? Wild. But even businesses like Crusts, or Crust rather, where um, the other night I grabbed pizza from them and you can just yeah. call it up and they would hand deliver it to your car if you wanted it. Did you go I in there? Did you have them deliver it? I went in. I had yeah. to say hi to Zach, and I was trying to see uh, Nate or Lexi. Yeah, yeah, we went. We got pizza on Friday night, and I know my brother got pizza on Saturday. It was cool. Yeah, well, popped in, grabbed some pizza, got some. Uh, North Main has honest weight. Really? Yeah. So Nate got a whole bunch of fresh cans last Monday or Tuesday. So I pop, was able to pop in and like grab a couple cans of fun crusher so i was excited about that got a pizza got a bottle of wine it was solid that sounds so, that sounds fantastic yeah it was great like i've also had more beer like i pretty much don't drink at home but i've had beer like not every night but pretty much every night <laughs> <laughs> no, no judgment here my jar just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping yeah and I'm like, come on, you gotta, you gotta make this last. Take your time. Drop, 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 drop. Right. I gotta get. Uh, I actually we gotta go grocery shopping, and I gotta get some more seltzer because I'm down to like, I think I have like three left. Oh boy. <laughs> Hitting that limit, you know. Are right, so you drinking seltzer again? Pretty. Yeah. Stuff? Yeah, like one or two. <sighs> yeah. I'm doing that same thing. I'm farting up a storm, but really? I got nobody else to impress. So what do I have to say? There you go. Um, yeah, I'm back, back to drinking it. How could you not? Gotta stay on brand. So, uh, how have you heard any other ways people are staying super creative? Well, so I'm like really impressed with the way, aside from the pizza night with crust, ah, I really like the, like, you know, you can buy the make your own cookies at home kit. She was selling the chocolate chip cookies in a jar kit thing. That's thought that was really cool. Um, the call ahead aspect that, which most of those places I think already had that implemented, but like, like crust has been really impressive to me because it's, I feel like it's, they finally partnered crust in North Maine together instead of being like almost like two standalone businesses, like go get pizza, get a bottle of wine, like something that should have been like part of the process anyway. Um, putting more of a focus on that, I think has been, at least like I've been really impressed with that whole aspect of it. Uh, did you see what Lexi announced last night on their Instagram? No. So the employees there agreed to, they're going to pool all their tips together. 
And then she's going to take the tip money, buy gift cards from local businesses, and then give that to her employees. So instead of the them getting cash, turned into gift cards. Yeah. So then that way she's like helping other businesses by buying the gift cards, but then also like the employees will go to those places and get, you know, whatever they want or need and stuff like that. So it's pretty yeah, impressive. Cool. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool idea. So I mean, that, uh, Queens cups. Yeah. What's up? Sorry, I don't mean to, I don't, it's a cool idea. I just, I hope those kids didn't actually need the money from the tips to help pay things like rent because you can't pay rent and gift cards, unfortunately. No, I know. Well, they're still, they're still getting paid like right. actual money. Yeah. I'm sure if they needed it, they would have said, no, I can't do that. But no, I mean, it's just, I, that's awesome that they're able to and that yeah. it works for them. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Um, the Queens Cups has been writing. So like at Worcester Wears, with every order we've sent out, we've written a hand written thank you note cool so queen's cups was also doing that and it was funny because my friend maria texted me yesterday afternoon and she was like oh my god i just got a letter in from like thank you note in from queen's cups and i was like that's awesome so i like text renee and i'm like yo like this is a sick idea like it's clearly working like my friend just got one she's super pumped i literally pop out of that message maria texted me back and she's like i just placed another order she was so pumped about it no. So I, yeah, so I screenshot that. I sent it to Renee every day. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, and then she, like, read back her name. She was like, it literally just popped up. That's amazing that it, that it did that. I'm like, that's, like, how it should be, though. Like, Those personal touches, now more than ever, are yeah. huge. Massive. It's like, that's, but that's the feeling of connectedness. And, like, that's the feeling that whoever you just bought, purchased from understands that what that is is a real connection and support. and it's yeah that's awesome yeah it was it was super cool especially like being in the middle of that and watching it happen in real time while talking to both parties like it was very 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 cool thing that is kind of cool to be like fly on the wall in the middle of a conversation yeah that's sick i love how the when Woot nanny was doing the the live open mic they had like a virtual tip jar for sean and chip like, I thought that was really cool because, like, those guys are missing all of their money. So, like, any little any little bit helps with them for sure. So try to figure out a way to, like, help that community a little bit more. Yeah. Like, I posted, we posted that thing the other day about, like, every time you have a beer, Venmo your favorite bartender a dollar. So, like, last night I had a beer. I had a uh, timber yard with my fix takeout. And so I Venmoed, <laughs> Venmoed Derek Grimm a dollar. <laughs> What, he back, he's like, I love you so much. Awesome. I posted that the other night and my buddy Dan, who lives in Pittsburgh, Venmoed me a dollar with like a kissy face and a beer. And I was like, yo, like, I love you. I was like, I'm not even a bartender anymore. And he's like, it doesn't matter. You're still my favorite bartender. And I was like, hell yeah. Because the last time he was up here, I was still bartending. Yeah. So it was cool. And it just like, like, it was fun to see that happen. I have a friend I went to high school with who reposted I also, so I posted that video on my Facebook and I meant to post it on the Seltzer Time Facebook and didn't even realize it until I started getting like, different comments. I'm like, what, what the heck? And then this girl, Amanda, that I went to high school with, she works at a club out in Boston. Okay. She commented and then she shared it herself and she ended up getting a doll, at least a dollar Venmoed to her. And I was like, that's kind of a cool idea. Like, I wonder if, if people would be down with that. I mean, so I think it's a super rad idea. And it's like, you definitely make that connection with your bartender. Yeah. I only went to one person to get the wettest water in Worcester. Hey, Mike Porter, I know. <laughs> Dude, I saw him a couple weeks ago. Really? He was, like, he, was, he was just walking down the street. And it was Main Street. He was walking down Main Street. And he looked, he looked great. Like, yeah. he looked really well rested. Like, yeah. Normally when I saw Porter, it was end of the night, at the dive, you know, bags under the ice. He would look like he was just out enjoying a walk. I didn't say anything to him. I just, I just appreciated his appearance, basically. But yeah, it was good to see him. That's great. I was just talking to him. Our, so, like, one of the coolest things about this whole, like, situation going on, uh, my group chats have been lit as fuck. Like, <laughs> oh, super active? It's been insane. And like the dive one, it's pretty active anyway, but like it's been extra, extra active the last, you know, couple days. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, so it's been great like talking to Porter and like all those guys do that. It's been awesome. We want to figure out a way. I got to get Porter connected on all this stuff. 
because we want to get away. We want to figure out a way to do like a virtual dive bar. Oh my god! Where like we'd all pop on, drink some beers, like shoot shit, probably listen to Run the Jewels. <laughs> uh, you get Mike D to be the moderator, so he's the door guy. <laughs> he's checking IDs out, like before yeah. he gives you access to the chat. Jesus. You were talking about ways people are staying creative with the tipping. Um, the other night, do you know, so Alex Hayes' brother Ian yep. is in New York City, and him and this dude Dan play music together. Um, they were doing the busking thing, you know, sitting on the subway playing music. Well, now, a couple nights a week, they're going live at 6 o'clock, and they're playing for an hour, and they just play covers. Um, yeah. It's a little drum and acoustic combo. But the other night, Sarah and I had dinner and had them playing music. So they basically, it was like a, a personal little concert for our dinner. It was That's awesome. so sick. And then they have a little sign up. Granted, it reads backwards because they're using selfie mode. But yeah. I emailed them five bucks and said thanks for dinner music. Like That's awesome. That shit goes a long way. Exactly. I'm sure they're getting, you know, a couple bucks here, a couple bucks here, a couple bucks here. And yeah. they're able to maintain New York City life. That's so sick. We, uh, so last night, so we play trivia every Tuesday. Okay. And Dan, the guy who hosts it, uh, he works at a library somewhere, but he did a, not a live trivia, but he did like a pre-recorded trivia for the library, I think. Okay. So he posted on Facebook. So we, Naomi and I popped on after our group chat and played, we played along with it. It was really, it was only, I think it was like eight or nine questions. Maybe, well, actually it was probably 10 questions. I feel like nine wouldn't make sense. But <laughs> But, um, but it was super fun. And then this morning, he announced that he's going to do the trivia we go to every Tuesday tonight, uh, I think on Facebook Live. So That's really cool. Yeah, I was like super, super stoked about that. Be good. Do you and think then, you could vary up any of the way we, uh, we do our Seltzer Time Live? Like, do you think we should do uh, Facebook Seltzer Time Live one of these nights? I don't know. I was thinking about that where I was like, like we definitely I feel like our our like, demo is on Instagram. They're on Instagram. It's also I feel like it's they'd just be more active like on there. It would be cool to go maybe we should do a Facebook live one. Like maybe on you know one night a week we do Facebook and then on Fridays we do Instagram or something. Like something like that. I mean we've never cool. we've never really talked about we've we've never had a game plan. We we've, we've kind of just like popped on and let the night go <laughs> yeah and it's worked this far but yeah like i got erin erin hockey hit me up yesterday she's like Are you guys going live tonight i was like no <laughs> i was like maybe tomorrow which like i can't go live tonight but she was like all right cool when you do like let me know i have some things i want to talk about like all right sick like even she's i don't know if she's gonna come on or just send them over like it's whatever but um yeah maybe we can get something some kind of a system going where like every like maybe like every Tuesday night we go live on, on Facebook live and then on Friday nights or Saturday nights we do Instagram live. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. I'm super into that. Oh yeah. I mean, so like with the Facebook live thing, if we do it the same way, I don't, I don't know anything about it. I don't know if you could share like Instagram, but if we do it the same way, like we're going to tap into that Facebook audience that, I have, I, have, I have a much older audience on Facebook than I do on Instagram. Yeah, I do too. I like, it was funny. Sarah Connell commented, or uh, wrote an article last week. Oh, that. Super cool. Yeah. So she mentioned like us going live and stuff and it was really, really nice. So I reposted it and it was funny because like some of uh, like Maria's mom and like a couple people from, and I think her aunt commented on it. And it was just so funny. See, they're like, we're so proud of you. This is amazing. And I was like, I love you guys so much. Like, it's literally just us going live on Instagram, but it was just, it was funny how that translated over to like that demographic. That was kind of cool. I mean, cause I don't think we, we got like zero comments on the, on the Instagram aspect of that. Like I posted it in our story. I posted it in my story and then I think I shared it to Seltzer time. And there was like zero comments on any of that stuff. <laughs> I was like, all right. Congratulations. Whatever. You guys went live. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Then on Facebook, people like, "Oh my God, it's so cute!" I was like, "Word," but um, yeah, and I'm loving seeing all these shows that are popping up. Like my buddy Ivan out in Montana is doing a thing on Saturday nights, uh, eight thirty Eastern time, six thirty Mountain time, 
and he's calling it Harry Vibe. Um, he did his first one last week where he played music. He played a, a three-song EP plus another one of his tunes, which his tunes are like, uh, have you heard of the band Iron and Wine? Yeah. Think of like a dub hip-hop version of Iron and Wine, and that's yeah, the yeah. way to describe Ivan's music. I remember watching him during the first live show. Yeah. So, and then what he did was he ended up doing like a history lesson. We found like some really old, um, it's like a blues guy. I should remember his name, but I don't because I'm terrible. But he gave like a little history lesson about this dude that played music and played one of his songs. It was really fucking cool. And it was like, That's awesome. it was like a little history lesson. And it was half hour long. He kept it super brief. But I'm just, I love seeing all these new shows that are coming up that are like, I don't know, micro influencer entertainment. That's, that's where we're at now. Like, I don't know. It's funny having people, I mean, even having people hit us up and they're like, when you guys going live again? Like, I'm excited for you guys to go live. I'm like, whoa, like it's just us talking. <laughs> but it gives people something to do. And like, you can comment, and like be connected to everybody. Like I, it's serving the purpose that I was hoping the first time we went live did. Like I was like, there's no end game to this. There's no interview. There's nothing to push. All it was, was let's just go live. And whoever pops in, like ask questions. Granted, we're not going to have the answers for most of these, but like somebody in the comments will. And then we were able to get pretty lucky and have on like teachers and grocery store workers and Zoe works for the state, uh, for the state, like stuff like that. Like that's kind of what I was going for when we talked originally about doing it. So to have that happen and then have other people being like, okay, cool. We're going to do the comedy thing live. And like uh, Molly did karaoke a couple of days ago and like uh, RB had a birthday chat going. Like it's just been, it's been really, really cool. Like I was at my parents' house on Sunday for a little bit and it was RB's birthday. So he did like a, a zoom birthday hangout. So like, I popped in for like a second, just said happy birthday. Like we all said what's up to each other. And then I was like, all right, I gotta go. I was like watching a movie, but, but it was awesome. Like I was able to like pop in, see all those guys. I love, it's fantastic. I'd love to go live every night, but I don't think we, I don't think people want to see us every single night. <laughs> Plus my wife would kill me. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think Naomi wants me. She'd be sitting here like on Instagram live every single night laughing about everything. <laughs> Gotta she at least goes on. Sarah just goes in the other room and watches something better on television. <laughs> I can't say I blame her. No, no, that's that's. You get plenty of me. There you go. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, even did you see the article about the the strip club out in Oregon, out in Portland, Oregon? I think I was telling yeah. you about before. Um, there's a strip club out in Portland, Oregon that you know there's the whole. Uh, quarantine and the shelter in place and they're closing restaurants or they're closing places that aren't food providers yeah yeah. so the strip club decided that because they can't operate as a strip club anymore they're going to change it up a little bit and because they could still serve food they're doing delivery of their food and the strippers are doing the delivery so it's a topless delivery service that's so awesome it's goddamn brilliant and like they're opening this article that I'm reading on Rolling Stone of all places, but uh, you know Rolling Stone is still a thing. Same, their area of operation just keeps growing. That's perfect. Um, which I think is hilarious because who wouldn't want to have? Like yeah. I, I want to order a topless. Like, no joke. If Hurricane Betty's all of a sudden decided <laughs> that they want to do, I would probably do it for the novelty of it. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> Hey, Sarah, 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 check out the delivery girl. <laughs> That's so funny. I think it's brilliant, man. God yeah, damn. no, it, it's genius. It's like time to get creative and like, people are actually doing that. It's very, very, very impressive. Want to do some stokes and pokes? I think we're about there. Um, yeah. Hey, Stolen, hit us with some, some beautifulness. Brother Ricky's in the back, sweet Travis in the front, cruising down 290 in the hot, hot sun. Suddenly red blue lights flash us from behind. Loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. Ricky preached words of comfort, Travis just tied sighs. Policeman taps his shades. Are you the guys from Seltzer Time? Stokes and pokes. 
Yeah, no, I got it. Um, all right, so I would say um, trying to think of a poke. Like my poke's the hardest one. I'll go with my stoke first. So the Jane Fund is doing a virtual trivia tournament April twenty third. That's cool. Yeah, so that'll be pretty sweet. Um, I'm sure we'll get more information about that. I'll definitely make a proper post about it. But yeah, so just find out about that. So that'll be cool. Even if things are a little cleared up by then, it'll be fun to do like virtual trivia. Supporting the Jane Fund's always great. So you should love the trivia stuff. Yeah, it's the best. How how did the Worcester <laughs> trivia go? Uh oh, it went really good. Oh, what time is it? That's gonna happen today at one. Yeah, it's eleven yeah. now, so you got a couple hours. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, that was super super fun. Um, our buddy Mike popped in, the Worcester teacher. Cool. He answered. I think he got three out of the six questions right. Some of the questions are really hard. They're stupid hard. Yeah. Like we had a Beatles question yesterday, which like I, did, I had no idea that the first one of the first radio stations to play and chart the Beatles was actually uh, WORC. Really? So that, yeah. So that was like super, super, super impressive to see. Uh, the song was She Loves You. So that was cool. <laughs> I have a friend who's in there. Uh, yeah, who's in the Worcester, whatever trivia game? You're gonna get to a question that says, uh, "Who coined the term Worcester Paris of the '80s?" And oh, cool! The, and the name is Charlie Slatkin or Charles Slatkin. Okay. So anybody listening to this podcast, I don't know when that question will come up, but it's in there. It's in that little. Uh, I forget what number it is, but yeah, he's a it's buddy. It's in that game. Huh? It's in yeah. that game. It is. That's impressive. Okay. Hell yeah. I was at it. So I saw it at Worcester Wares and then I was at a meeting in his office. We're talking about one of the projects we're working on together. And I happened to see the Worcester trivia in his little case of wonders. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was just thumbing through that. And then he was like, oh, well, I have something to show you. And then he showed me the card with his name on it. And I'm like, all right, that's, you're cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. So. Hell yeah. So yeah, so stoked on that. Stoked on trivia. All trivia is great. It's fun. Yeah something to do um that what work that brain yeah right exactly um as for a poke i would so okay i guess my poke is there's people who still get to work who are complaining about that and that's <laughs> mind-blowing to me um I mean, like last week when they announced that all restaurants could only do takeout and stuff like that, pretty much uh, 90% of my friends lost their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, the 10% that still get to work at, you know, wherever they work, whether it's delivery or, or Starbucks and stuff like that, like they all still get to stay open. You all get to work and get paid. Stop complaining about that. It's, it's not a cool vacation when you don't have a job. It's not right. fun. Greener. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so many people are like, oh, what the heck? Like, I still have to go to work. And I'm sitting there like, dude, I'm jealous of that. Right. Because I work Get on- out of your house. Yeah. We got wicked slashed. And like, and I'm still in a better situation than most people are in, even though that situation sucks. Like, so yeah, if you still have your job, please just shut up. Like, at least you get paid. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I'm I got. With, my, I'm with my, you. I'm with you. So, but I'm with you. It's harding. It's getting harder and harder to stay positive about everything. Like this shit is getting a little wearing. Yeah. Like it's easier to stay positive about, like, I like the, the challenge. Like, I mean, we've gotten a lot of DMS the last week of either like, people asking us to push stuff out, which of course we'll do, or asking us, you know, our input on some of their creative ideas which are like starting to come together and that's awesome it's super great it's very 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 inspiring but yeah the the listening to people who still get to work complain about working is getting pretty annoying pretty old that's super annoying and then the listening to people spreading the the bullshit rumors are stupid enough yeah seriously facts only people please 
somebody sent my wife a thing yesterday that says Mark Zuckerberg has decided to delete Facebook unless you do this. Sarah looks at me, she goes, this isn't real, right? And I said, no, Facebook is a publicly traded company. He can't yeah. just delete it. It's That's also like literally the number one news source right now. Like, no, it would oh. not be that. There was a news article getting pushed around that uh, Putin released lions in Russia to make people stay indoors. But again, that is from like a article from two years ago about a lion in Saint, uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. Oh my God. Like, people are just, there's lion. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon that pun. <laughs> so, but what I'm poking is, I understand that we have to close non-essential businesses. That makes sense to me. And I understand that we have to flatten the curve. That makes sense to me. And I understand that we have to isolate ourselves. All this makes sense to me. As somebody that is very pro-cannabis and I don't drink, I find it, I find it ignorant or I find it, I don't find it beneficial to a community to close the recreational cannabis shops if the liquor stores are able to stay open. Like to me, those two things operate in the same realm of existence and the cannabis organizations or the shops were adhering to the same safety protocols that everybody else had to adhere to to the point where they were taping off six foot sections so you really could not stand nuts to butts with people like you know you typically would yeah or changing it up to allow for like a check-in system or like a timing system where you know you get a ticket that says you can come between these 15 minute increments increments and like that keeps people socially distant i think they really need to rethink that um and i think if they're concerned about people losing their shit about the alcohol or not getting, not being able to buy alcohol, I think people are really going to be upset. The people that are self-medicating, the people that are using cannabis to help with the anxieties of what's happening right now, like pulling that away from a state that is very legal that even like the first recreational spot opened up in Boston this week and yeah. they had to close. Like, that's what I'm saying. It just does not feel intuitive. It feels, it feels like this is being isolated because we're still living a dare life and drugs are bad and cane pot is bad, but here have some Jack Daniels and it's yeah. like, pick your poison. They're kind of the same. Yeah. I feel you. So that's my poke. Oh, it's a good one. Well, plus then it's also going to make the street value skyrocket and then that's going to get crazy. Um, I imagine that some places are going to go back to the delivery aspect of it where all of a sudden you can, so that might be interesting, but at the same time, it's like that now introduces a whole bunch of, there are a lot of people, a lot of people that are now dependent on that cannabis store and going through and purchasing a specific strain and that strain yeah. allowed them to do whatever the fuck they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Street weed is always different and you don't have as much trust in your source and you don't have that like recognized chain. That's the shit that's that's freaky. So yeah. anyway, I can get on my whole fucking thing about this, but instead I'll just move on to what I'm stoked about. Did you hear the new Run the Jewels track? No. Oh my I didn't know they God. I didn't I didn't know they dropped one. I saw LP did a like a video sample of something on Instagram the other day, but I didn't know there was a full song. Uh I think it was yesterday. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes, March 23rd. Is that yesterday? Yep. Uh, I think so, yeah. They released the uh, the song, um, The Young and the Brave. I'm just going to play you the first 15 seconds. Okay. This week on Yankee and the Brave. Bad cat is like a crack daddy. He's a black man. He's a big man. Hard yeah. as fuck. Okay. I will be putting that on as soon as we stop doing this. <laughs> Dude, it is. I've played it so many times. He put it up on his Instagram. I'm dancing around the house. Oh, That's sick. I'm so pumped for this album. These dudes. Take as much time as you need. I ain't trying to trying to jock you guys. And like I know we're all hungry for content now, but my God, if the whole album is as powerful as this one tune, 
I'm, I'm so ready for it. Yeah, well, they've literally gotten better with every single record they've put out, so. Yeah, they are coming yeah. out. Again. So sick. Okay, fuck yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, pumped. That's rad. Well, oh, yeah. you did it, listener or viewer. You made it to the end of uh, the first uh, quarantine version of the Seltzer Time podcast. Yeah, um, we did it. Look for us on Instagram Live on Friday. You want to do eight o'clock again? Yeah, probably. That sounds good. Um, and then it'll, it's Ricky's turn this week, so he might go two, three hours. Who knows? Oh, geez. I don't know if I'll go that long. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. We're going to get, we get the Zoom thing going so we can get people to come in. That'd be fun. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do an Instagram Live for an hour and then tell everybody that we're going to have a, to continue the conversation on Zoom. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then again, we only have 40 minutes, so we have to keep it yeah. or restart it every time. True, true. But, Ooh, excuse me. We'll figure something out. All yeah. right. We're going to keep staying creative. Then if you want yeah. me staying creative, you can find me at, at Hunchback Travis on the interwebs. You can find me at DickChuck77 or uh, Time Official. Duh. Duh. Let us know if you guys have any questions. If you want to partner up on some stuff, we're down. We're open. So yeah we, we want to have conversations with people we want to use this time as productively as possible so we're always down to hear your suggestions oh yeah stay safe y'all we love you bye guys wash your hands tip your bartenders virtually and uh yeah sorry for partying <laughs>